the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Continue to enjoy your best lawn ever with Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Contact them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025 or online, LawnDoctor.com. A lot more summer ahead plus the fall. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call for a free quote today, 401-392-1025. Find out also about keeping your family safe from ticks and mosquitoes, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Check out their website. It's LawnDoctor.com or call today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. It's John DiPietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website. It's DiPietro.com. It's Tuesday. It is August 10th. Ron's Pastry Gourmet has reopened. They've been closed for some time. Uh, Ron had a little bit of a Physical problem, but they're now open Tuesday through Friday. So pop in and see them. They're right near AAA in Providence. Fresh pastry, most delicious. Those delicious chocolate donuts. Stop in and see them. Calzones, everything. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. I just want to read you um, some headlines. And folks, something big that is happening is with this variant. That children now, you know, one of the things about covid was children seem to be speared from it. That does not seem to be the case with the this Delta variant. But just some of the headlines we're talking about right now. How about Texas? Appeal for out-of-state COVID help. Austin warns catastrophe. Florida is requesting ventilators. Now, our part of the country where there's more people vaccinated, you don't have these. But a lot of these states, Arkansas reports new record for hospitalizations. You never want your hospitals full because that results in danger. Schools go against DeSantis. In schools in Florida, they are requiring masks. Governors threatening to withhold their salaries. I mean, this is getting out of control. State races to find beds. Ambulances are strained amid Delta surge. Confusion again reigns. Hospitals parceling out beds, hunting for doctors. Pediatricians warn, not your grandfather's COVID. Vaccine enthusiasts getting extra shots without FDA approval. I don't think that sounds good. Status has Americans picking sides. Pentagon to require all troops by September 15th must be vaccinated from the Pentagon. Fauci supports mandates for teachers and pharmaceutical firms, as you can imagine, are raking in the buildings. But the the, uh, billions, excuse me. But something that is very significant is the fact, and that is that children under 12 are unable to get vaccinated. Now, there was a good piece on Good Morning America. I want to play a little bit. It's rising calls by pediatricians for the FDA to authorize vaccines for children under 12 because of these battles that are happening now with the mask mandate. So it's pretty interesting. I want to play a little bit of it. Richard Besser, president of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and former acting director of the CDC. Rich, you're a pediatrician. Do you agree with the growing call from the American Academy of Pediatricians urging the FDA to authorize vaccines for children under 12 as soon as possible? Well, I, I, I think the key there, Robin, is as soon as possible. You know, as a, as a pediatrician, I want to make sure that they are getting all of the safety data that they need to know that if I'm recommending these for my patients, they truly are safe. Hopefully they'll have that information soon. But we can't count on vaccines for children protecting our children in schools this fall. And Rich, we're also hearing about children dealing with long COVID, ongoing symptoms, even after recovering. How concerned are you about this? Well, you know, what it says to me is that there's a lot we don't know about this virus and its effect on on everybody, in particular in in, in children. And because of that, I I urge parents, I urge schools, I urge governors not to underestimate what we're dealing with here. And we need to take all the steps that we can to keep our children safe. So with back to school season in full swing in parts of the country, and we just saw this in Victor's report, the battle over mass mandates in schools really heating up. Do you believe parents should get to choose if their children wear masks to school or should states and districts decide? 
Yeah, I, I don't think that this is something that we can uh, allow parents to choose on their own. You know, when we think about schools and getting kids in safely, there, there's a layered approach they're taking. So improved ventilation and separating kids in the, in the classroom and doing testing and making sure your teachers and staff are vaccinated. But masks is a key piece of this. It's something that will protect those who've been vaccinated who may not have gotten a, a, enough protection because of immune problem and protects children who can't get vaccinated yet. So allowing it to be an issue of personal choice um, is, is fine if it only affected your child, but it doesn't. It affects everyone around your child as well. Rich, as we said, you are a pediatrician. So bottom line, what is your message to parents this morning? You know, my message is we need to do everything we can to protect our kids. And, and the biggest thing that we can do is get vaccinated yourself because that will protect your children. It will protect other people's children. It will protect adults. And in some of the places where we're seeing the biggest outbreaks, the vaccination rates are the lowest. So please get your questions answered and consider getting vaccinated. Dr. Richard Besser, always a pleasure to see you. We appreciate You know, folks, and again, um, I'm being requested by different people to cover some of these you know let parents decide type of thing and i i just don't know enough i i don't i don't know i don't know enough about it um i know that this is going to be a very difficult fall and i know there's there was a rally i have some sound there was a rally uh about the the in the new vaccine my body, my choice, chance. Crowd several hundred New York City protesting the new vaccine pass set to take face in August sixteenth. I mean, people are rallying about this stuff. I mean, I recognize people <laughs> do not want to get it. And I also understand there's a lot of people saying, in fact, that that they they just don't think the masks do anything. So we're at a crossroads. There's been a lot of misinformation. But I, I don't I don't know about this stuff about um parents d deciding. You just heard, you know, what's the I should decide for my child. That's a tough one. Folks, and there's so many unknowns. There just are. And I'm not sure where it's going to... I don't know where all this is going to lead, but it's going to be a difficult... This battle that's going on right now over whether or not kids should have to wear masks in school, um, there's just nothing positive about it. Um, there should be more uh, of a fight to have it outside as far as class as much as possible so see th this this is difficult and it's also it's different in different parts of the country i was reading you the headlines that certain parts of the country where the vaccine rate those vaccinated is very very low um it's if people are having heart attack people are having various reasons why they need to go to the hospital and the hospitals cannot accommodate them because there's so many people that are in there because of covid uh and it's it's unvaccinated people so like a lot of people um my threshold for empathy is is not that high for those that choose not to it's a different dynamic though when you enter kids into the mix and with this new variant it does seem to be throwing children and affecting them much worse than covid did so that's something that I know people don't like it, but it all can't be treated the same. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist yankee tree service they provide various tree services including tree removal pruning land clearing stump grinding and bobcat service check out their website yankeetreeservice.com whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding 
Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police Fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Think to the John DePietro Show. Folks, joining us right now, I had the privilege of filling in for him when he had a national show. He's the former governor of Arkansas. You see him on Fox quite a bit. He is uh, just tremendous. And joining us right now, former governor of Arkansas, it is Mike Huckabee, Governor Huckabee, John DePietro, a pleasure to speak with you. Well, John, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you, and I'm uh, looking forward to our visit today. Uh, Governor Huckabee, I, um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the way that crime has just spiked out of control around the country. Every major city has seen this. Uh, as someone that's an expert in governing and law enforcement, um, what, what do you attribute this to what we're watching? A lot of it has to do with the lack of respect that people have for basic decency, for the property and well-being of other people. We've created a society in which people no longer value uh, each other's lives. And uh, there's such a coarseness to our culture and society. And that lends people to believe that they have a right to someone's else, someone else's property um, and if they don't like someone, they have a right to just go up behind them on the middle of the street and pop them in the head, take their their wallet or their purse. It's a very sad thing. It comes down to really a moral issue uh, where people, I believe, as my mother used to say, when I do something wrong, she'd ask, were you raised by wolves? Hmm. And I would say, no, mother, just by you, which didn't go over real well. Um, but I think sometimes I'm looking at so much of our culture and i'm asking were these people raised by wolves what do you make of um the way that uh, the mayor of new york city mayor bill de blasio uh basically has just allowed criminals to take over the streets of new york city well this is the the worst uh example of a mayor i think we have in america i don't know closely followed by muriel bowser in washington and Lori lightfoot in chicago uh, but these are mayors who believe that we should coddle criminals and punish tax-paying, law-abiding citizens. I mean, it's just the other day that a New York cop uh, was accosted uh, by a thug who had been arrested 21 times, and he beat 
uh, you know, trying to get out from under the cop's arrest, ended up shooting the police officer. This guy gets back out on the streets. When you don't punish people for doing bad things, they keep doing bad things. It's not complicated, John. You know, I, I tell people all the time, uh, whether you're raising children or training dogs, the behavior you reward, you get more of. And the behavior that you consequence, you get less of. Yep. So when you reward bad behavior, you just get a whole lot more of it. And we're rewarding bad behavior. Folks, I speak with Governor Mike Huckabee. And, Governor, it is distressing to see in basically every major city everywhere around the country, uh, law enforcement under attack, police having a hard time uh, recruiting people. What, what do you think needs to be done to restore confidence and also support with uh with law enforcement one thing is we've got to teach our children that the purpose of a law enforcement is not to harass us or hurt us it really is to protect us and cops can be wrong but the time to argue with a police officer is not in the middle of an arrest or a question it's later on but if a police officer says pull over get out of the car uh the proper answer is yes sir or yes ma'am it's not why? What do you want out of me? No, I'm not going to do it. That goes back to that basic respect that our parents should have taught us. And it's something that ought to be ingrained into us that we respect authority. And if authority abuses that trust, there are ways to deal with it. But it's not out on the street in the middle of the night. Folks, again, we're speaking with Governor Mike Huckabee. And Governor, the border continues to be just an onslaught of individuals coming. It's hard to argue. There's no way to argue that this is not as a result of who's in the White House. Do you ever think we'd see and go backwards the way we have regarding our southern border? You know, I, I really did not. Um, what is especially distressing right now is that, John, we're seeing something that makes no sense. The federal government is telling us that we need to be vaccinated. I'm fine with that. I've been vaccinated and happy and eager to get it to keep from having COVID as some of my friends have had. The, the problem that we're facing is that we now have a government that says that if you're, uh, you know, a law abiding citizen, you may have to wear a mask and show a card uh, just to go into McDonald's. But if you're an illegal alien, you can come right over. We're not going to require you to have a vaccination. Uh, we're not going to test you. And you can go anywhere you want to in the country. Don't worry about a mask. We're not going to make you have one. There's something terribly wrong with that. And American people aren't stupid. And if they keep voting for the kind of leadership that makes these idiotic decisions, then we're going to lose our country. Hmm. And we're already lost our minds. And I hope people will stop and realize this is the direct result of electing people on the far left who are more interested in protecting the people who break the law than those who actually live by the law. How would you describe uh, the leadership so far of the vice president, Vice President Harris? Um, non-existent, missing yeah. in action. Yeah. I think in order to uh, to find Kamala Harris, uh, I saw her picture on a milk carton the other day at the store. So, I mean, that gives you some indication that uh, she's simply not showing up for duty. And the only time she went to even to the border was at the one place on our southern border where it's least breached El Paso, where we have a very effective border and a wall. And she went there and acted like, well, doesn't look too bad to me. Hmm. Let her go to Mission, Texas or Del Rio. Uh, let her go to McAllen. Uh, she'll see some things that she does not want the press to see. That's for sure. Governor Huckabee, what are your thoughts on the, the progressive left? I mean, they, they just, you know, the whole defund the police movement, down on america uh people should choose not to work what do you think of some of the progressive uh, you know politicians that have have suddenly uh, landed on the landscape in our country the real tragedy john is that it's destroying the the inner workings of how a nation prospers and how it succeeds if you pay people more money to not work than they can make by working well they're not as stupid as the government and they won't work. Right. And what you now is everywhere you go, help wanted signs. I'm in the middle of a construction project myself, and it should have been finished in April. It may not be finished until October. And a big part of the reason is just because nobody's willing to work. And they'll even say to the contractor, hey, you know, I'm still getting my stimulus check and my unemployment. I'm going to 
uh, hang on to that until it runs out. Then I'll give you a call and let you know if I'm ready to come back to work. So we have a breakdown in the supply chain and in the workforce. Restaurants are having to contract the uh, number of hours that they're even open and uh, shrink the number of tables that they can uh, make available because they don't have the help. And it's not that we don't have jobs available. But here's a good example. Just last week in Arkansas, where I live, the uh, federal judge here, a judge named Judge Wright, uh, did something that was quite wrong. He told the state that they could not suspend the $300 extra unemployment benefits. Well, here's the point. As long as you keep paying people those extra dollars to not work, they're staying home. But if you said to them, hey, if there's a job out there, we expect you to go take I have great sympathy, John, for people who can't find a job. But if somebody tells me they can't, I'll be able to, within 15 minutes, give them a long list of jobs sure. that are available. Governor Huckabee, before we let you go, where, where do you think, where, where do we go right now with COVID, where there's a lot of mixed messages? It certainly seems that we're starting to go backwards. Um, there's a percentage of people, it's, it's a myth that elected officials feel they can it's just a matter of persuading some people there are many people that regardless of the issue will just will never be persuaded but where do you see us going right now in this battle against the variant and covid well the tragedy is that the reason a lot of people don't want to get a vaccination and they don't want to do anything the government suggests is because people just don't trust the government and i think we probably are better off getting vaccinated we're better off taking some precautions getting COVID behind us, and, and that's something I wish we would do. The sooner the better. But this is a government that told us don't wear masks and better wear them. In fact, you ought to wear two or three. But let's look at the bigger picture. This is a government that told us Benghazi was the result of a video that Donald Trump colluded with Russians. They told us that uh, Eric Swalwell is clean enough to be on the Foreign Service Committee despite his romantic dalliance with a Chinese spy. Uh, you've got Adam Schiff, who has lied through his teeth and said he had incontrovertible evidence of collusion, never produced a shred of it. You have FBI and Department of Justice officials who use their power and abuse their authority to go after a sitting president. You, you could just go through a long litany of ways in which the government has destroyed its credibility, and it's made it so that people simply don't believe it. And the mixed messages that's come out of the CDC, uh, where if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And now, even if you're vaccinated, you may need to wear a mask. It's that kind of, of duplicity that people are sick of. And then, John, I'll tell you something else that has really ticked off people, and rightfully so. When leaders demand of others what they're unwilling to do, whether it's Washington Mayor Muriel Bowser saying everybody's got to wear a mask, but then she has her birthday party and parties hard without one. You've got Gavin Newsom in California. I was just out there last week trying to campaign to help him get recalled because I think he ought to go. He tells everybody can't go to a restaurant, have to wear a mask. He goes to the most expensive restaurant in all of California, the French Laundry Restaurant, takes his mask off, parties uh, like there's no tomorrow with a bunch of elite lobbyists. And then when he's caught, it's like, oops, my bad. Now, to impose on others something one is unwilling to do, I think for his little trip to the French Laundry, the voters out there ought to send him to the cleaners. Folks, again, he is always a joy to speak to Governor Mike Huckabee. This summer, let J.K.L. Engineering keep you and your family nice and cool. J.K.L. Engineering. Call them today, 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L. It's going to be a hot summer ahead. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Remember, with J.K.L., 54 years in business, reputation is second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navian certified factory dealer. Call J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available this summer. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now. Remember, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They'll keep you and your family or your employees nice and cool. 
call JKL 401-351-7600. Remember, JKL Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, a carrier factory authorized dealer. It's JKL. Call them 401-351-7600. This summer, stay nice and cool with JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Calvino, call for a free consultation today, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com, where you or a friend or a member of your family in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, fight back, call Jack, free consultation, 401-785-9400. 50 years personal injury law experience and his office 100 years combined total with the staff fight back call jack 401-785-9400 it would be great if you were in an auto accident motorcycle accident slip and fall workplace injury and the other person's insurance company offered to compensate you what they should but it doesn't happen that way you need a fighter fight back Call Jack. Free consultation. 401-785-9400. Jack Calvino. 401-785-9400. Or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online on our award-winning website, which is dePietro.com. It's time for politics this week. Joining me. He is the managing editor for AnchorRising.com. It's our friend Justin Katz. And Justin, let's start off with, um, <clears throat> boy, that was uh, what a memorable week, not for a good way, for Providence Mayor Jorge Eloza, where um, a perfect storm of events. Um, I mean, it, it started off with the whole fiasco of him charging at Governor McKee at the water fire, and then it resulted in the Sunday night early Sunday morning, tragic shooting Sunday morning um, of the, the girl from Warwick. And then the Tuesday night of, as we all watched, and that became a national story of the ATV riders dragging the woman out of the car and beating her. And then he was, in fact, out of town on New Hampshire. So there's a lot parts of this, but I'm initially just interested to hear some of your initial thoughts about, I, I think it's just, it's one of those weeks that, that people remember you don't shake off easily. I think so. And I, I think the bigger concern is that it's not just one of those weeks, that this is kind of a new normal. Uh, I mean, those are, those are two we, we've gotten used to in Providence, you know, you, every now and then you have a shooting at the mall or, or something. Uh, and that happens now and then in a city. Uh, but this is really starting to feel much, much bigger than that, a level of lawlessness. Uh, you know, it's not, and if you could go back to the Sales Street incident with families fighting each other and then fighting the police, uh, just there's kind of a, a new disrespect for for law enforcement in, mixed up in all this. And now you've also got, it sounds like gang wars between Boston and Providence, yeah. uh, which, which really starts to speak to a much more fundamental uh, problem. And then the fact that the ATV riders and the bikers, dirt bikers on the road are becoming such a regular problem, that's, that helps set a tone as well. Uh, so I, I hope it's only uh, <laughs> one week that just was a bad week but i i feel like it's not i mean and part of that you can see reflected in the position Alors is in where you know I, everybody kind of understands elected officials get get vacations and everybody also understands especially these days you can do a lot of your work and stay very very connected from a distance but the his problem right now is he's he's he doesn't he's not connected and doesn't feel aligned with 
on one hand, his police department, or on the other hand, the governor of the state. And so if he's not present, sure, maybe it's just, you know, he's just doing Zoom calls this week, and that's normally okay. But he just, it doesn't feel like he's really involved when he's here. So the fact that he's not even here feels like... Should he have come back? Should he, I mean, he's in New Hampshire. He's not in Europe or in San Francisco. Do you think, should he have come back and held a press briefing locally? I mean, again, and then just driven back to New Hampshire. Yeah, you know, that's what I was thinking as well. And at a minimum, I think he should have done that. I think just calling off the vacation and coming back. I mean, we're, we're talking about people, some people are, it seems like are trying to, to downplay this as just, you know, this typical city stuff. But this, I, I think Rhode Islanders are starting to feel something very different in the, the the condition of Providence and the environment in Providence. And so I think uh, that's something where he, he probably sh- he should have definitely come back for a, a one, at least a one day press conference and been seen. Yeah. Uh, but if not, just, I mean, if, if not even more coming back, just saying this, I, I can't do a vacation right now, apparently that's going to happen when you're running a city you know? right. and you contrast that with governor McKee, who, who is feeling like a 24 seven governor that's in right. the state, Good even point. much more than Raimondo did. I mean, Raimondo yep. was out of the state all the time fundraising, not on vacation, which arguably is worse, but um, he feels like a guy who's present. And I think that's reflected uh, this week in, I think, political scene in Providence Journal, 73% of his his campaign donations are in-state versus mm. Raimondo. Sometimes it was the opposite. So I think in that in that condition, that Eloisa really should have come back. But then again, you know, if he were that kind of mayor, he probably wouldn't be in the condition he's in now anyway, right. and wouldn't necessarily have to come back because he, everybody would know he's connected, he's on top of things, and he really is working with everybody. But when you've got the police union out there, just as eager as anybody to criticize him and, and the violence in a city, it just doesn't feel like he's involved. So he has to he has to take the extra step to actually visibly be involved. You know, that, folks, again, our segment is politics this week. You know, Justin, if you were running a large company and the plant was on fire, right? I mean, it, that's a visual. Then the, the CEO would say, I, I need to get back. Like, But what he doesn't even recognize is it's almost like the equivalent to me of that last week, which was like his city was on fire. Um, not, not literally, but he needed to come back. Now, do you think, let's dive in. Do you think the media is doing enough locally? These are failed progressive policies. Him, he's not alone there, by the way. City council, uh, that Kat Kerwin, Rachel Miller, a uh, couple of the others, they're the ones that have been pushing this whole anti-police, get rid of the gang unit. To me, do you think that is the media doing enough to show that Alors's progressive policies have failed? That's really what's happening here. No, certainly not. I mean, okay, you you would you, if if it were demonstrable, and I I think this is an impossibility <laughs> given my beliefs, but if it were possible to argue that everything going on in Providence right now is the, the fault of failed conservative policies, um, you could bet we have front page articles in the paper about you know digging into the damage those policies are doing, and the news media would be doing, uh, TV news would be doing reports and putting microphones in people's faces and giving sob stories. Uh, we're not seeing that. And that's because they largely support the progressive policies that are behind all of all of these problems. So, I mean, a lot of it's just that breakdown in trust in police. There's no way. I mean, in, in recent months, uh, nationally, Democrats have tried to say, uh, including the Biden administration, wanted to defund the police, which is just laughable. But I mean, that's it. So it's just that clear where this is coming from and what the problem is. But the problem, unfortunately, I think a lot of the news media kind of support those policies and they think either, I don't know, it might be a break a few omelets, break a few eggs to make an omelet kind of thing. Or maybe it's just let's hope this goes away and we can get back to promoting the policies we all support. I I don't know. But yeah, there's there's no way to this is getting enough enough coverage of the right kind and and we could just it's easy to imagine the counterfactual you know what's interesting is um <clears throat> on top of that justin katz um for instance to me uh city council president john Ingliosi actually had had a great quote saying we need to make a city where criminals feel unwelcome to come 
And what a lot of people don't understand is, for instance, it was Alorza who instituted the no chase policy to the ATV riders. And they know that that's a no chase policy and they take advantage of that. You know, there was another policy, which was there was no loitering. Alorza allowed that. Now, <clears throat> a lot of these types of seemingly innocuous type of rules lead to lawlessness. If you and I know that we can loiter as opposed to the police saying, hey, no loitering, move along. You and I stand somewhere uh, <clears throat> and we're waiting for the right person. And we know within an hour, someone's going to come by that we figure we can rob them. But if you if you allow the loitering, that's the type of crime that happens. If you don't, then we have to move along. There's a lot of that where he basically felt, you know, you should allow panhandling. You should allow people. If I want to lay down on the sidewalk or lay down on a bench or whatever, then I should be allowed to do it. Uh, that's why. And then I think CVS even closed up by the Superman building. They would just allow the people to hang out in front. These are things he implemented uh, in his failed giving meters um, that that they seem minor, but they contribute and they lead to crime. Oh, certainly. I mean, <laughs> probably probably the best illustration of where this goes I've seen is a, a viral video that came out a few weeks ago from a West Coast city, I forget which one, that had banned, they had essentially legal, legalized a small level shoplifting. And it was a video of a guy who rode his bicycle into a Walgreens or something, was loading up a bag, a trash bag, and then just rode the bicycle right out. And the, yep. the security guard stood there and watched because there's nothing he could do. Uh, that's that's where it goes when you send that message. And don't forget also, uh, and this was a media, the media covered this when it was a, a news story, uh, the making gangs feel safe in the city by, by undermining the police officer's ability to, to, keep records about gangs and track That's them. Right. Uh, that was a cause celebra a few years ago and the media was in on that. Nobody was talking about the the risks to to the public. So that's probably might be one of the reasons they're being quiet is because they they supported these things and whether they, they don't want to admit it to themselves or they, they just hope that this wasn't a, a reaction to that. I don't know. But as you say, all of these things point in one direction. You know, it's, it's almost like that pro progressive protest uh, chant, whose streets are streets. I mean, that's yeah. what you're saying to the criminals and the people. This is this is what you're going to get. And we learned this lesson decades ago in New York City when I lived in New Jersey. Uh, if you it's kind of the broken windows thing, if you let yep. people feel like your city is a place where you where anything goes in a bad way, you'll get more and more of that. Whereas if people will respond when they. I mean, even criminals will hesitate to break something really nice versus something that already looks kind of broken. That's that's what you start to get if you if you pursue these progressive policies. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. It's politics this week with Justin Katz, managing editor at AnchorRising.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today. Now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters, and the Facebook page stands out, purple and yellow. Brothers Disposal. Again, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. Put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, or maybe you want to clean out that basement the garage, the attic, call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. And remember, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years contact karen etchells at innovast digital marketing she will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results she's local and responsive give karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799 that's 401-321-2799 or find karen on the web at www.innovast.com. J. Perry Paving always provides high quality, 
fair pricing exceptional service residential commercial seal coating patios get your driveway paved letter j j perry paving 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and general masonry projects j perry paving they offer free estimates call them today at 401-732-1730 401-732-1730 you can also find them on facebook it's j perry paving get your driveway paved and if you're a veteran no one has a better package for veterans than j perry paving whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed j perry paving has your back check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing asphalt can be recycled reused call them for a free quote today 401-732-1730 j perry paving license insured contracting company they will meet your needs no matter how big or how small and no one treats veterans better than j perry paving call them today 401-732-1730 401-732-1730 for j perry paving our segment is politics this week with me is justin katz managing editor at anchorrising.com justin i want to stay on um, and also the battle what do you make of the fact of governor mckee a lord's away on vacation working with the head of the city council as far as trying to get the state police more involved in the city something that the media was not picking up on i was not on that allures a conference call that he had but as much as he's trying to say he allows it he's not he's being disingenuous with a lot of his answers meaning mayor alorza he because of activist groups he wasn't allowing the state police to be active with the city and think how insulting that is he was saying oh they can help out they can do like back office work or back office type of paperwork or investigation but he wouldn't allow them to be visible it was the head of the city council and governor mckee that was saying no we want them to have a visible presence i was in the city last night and now suddenly you do see state police cars uh, a, a little bit not overwhelmingly but a little bit and also, I'll go back to, again, the city council president, John Agliosi, had a great quote saying last week, the, basically, the allures of policy is being dictated by social media. And I think he's right on the money with that, with, as you and I know, a lot of the, the social activists that put things out on Twitter, and then it's almost as if Mayor Alorza reacts to them. Yeah, well, that's, that's the power these activists have found in social media. Although one thing to be cautious with, they've... they've they've learned that they can give instructions via social media. So it's not necessarily that he's just reacting because that's what's in front of him, that he may recognize that that's actually a signal from his key supporters. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's just one thing I observed during the Obama years was that the uh, <clears throat> activists were starting to use social media as a communication tool. Almost it's not corruption if it happens right out in the open like that. Um, but he's, Lewis is in kind of a, he's gotten himself in kind of a bad political situation where he almost has to if if he invites help in it looks like he's looks like he can't run things and i mean speaking of social media that's one one thing i'm starting to pick up time to time is people saying just give the entire city to the state take it away from alorza completely started with a school system so i wonder if he's yep. kind of gun shy but there are two ways to deal with that you can either be super involved and super competent in which case everybody recognizes he's doing the best thing trying to get what's good for his city which i think is the position some he's letting the city council start to take uh let's go to the state to help our city or whereas he just feels like so you can either you can either be competent or you can fight back and i think he's taking the fight back perhaps because he's not competent um but when he does things like on his his call with the media raising doubts about whether uh, whether McKee has actually been been as helpful as he's he's making it sound. Now I don't know. I mean, these are all behind the scenes. But I'll tell you, I just if if it comes to he said she said, well, he said he said with Alorza and McKee, I'm going to believe McKee. I'm not going to believe yes. that Alorza is telling the truth. Oh, we're working with them. I mean, it's just he hasn't positioned himself to be credible in those regards. And I think I I just don't. At the end of the day, I think. He just has never been up to the job, uh, and that, I think it's really starting to show now, and unfortunately with, with bad effects for the people of Providence. 
Folks, again, our segment is politics this week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com. Justin, I want to stay with that just for a moment because <clears throat> many times I think I think you're right. And also his approach, it's always like hat in hand apologizing sometimes for some of the crime that happens. And you and I have talked about it, but instead of going after and addressing the criminals directly or standing up to some of these outrageous claims or letting the activists walk all over them, I think the Sale Street incident was a good idea that he allowed them to frame it, uh, that the police were in the wrong and that, you know, the police had to be suspended for that, even though, you know, those people are just like a, a traveling band of trouble uh, in, in fighting with the neighbors. It even goes back last fall with the ATVs that he allowed, you know, the activists to dictate that the police were chasing that guy, uh, Jamal Gonzalez, who, who got hurt. Um, he does not take a tough approach to crime. And, you know, it even goes back to that time there was the shooting at the wall. And he said he referred to it as a knucklehead that had a handgun. It's he, to me, people wonder what's the problem. He's the problem. And it, and also, by the way, the night of the riot, he, he gave the instruction to tell them to stand down and basically allowed the people to go into the mall and destroy the city. If people are wondering, to me, it's not a matter that the Providence police are incapable. It's almost like a football team. If the coach calls certain plays for them to run, it doesn't mean that they're not capable of of standing up and, and playing the way they should. It's It really, to me, it begins and ends with who it is that's dictating the type of policing they should be doing. Oh, certainly. And I mean, it's it, it's almost worse than that. And that, you know, he doesn't take a hard stand with people who are were causing disruptions, whether they're ATVs or, or what have you. He does take a harder stand with his own employees or with his, his uh, with the with the police and the teachers earlier. And sometimes he's completely justified in that. But there's there's a some kind of I don't know intrinsic weakness. I think yes. that just it, it just comes through. And he so he's he does seem like he'll bend for the activists which is probably because that's that's ultimately where he's from and who he feels comfortable with uh and i i think that that just causes that causes trouble and it's very difficult to come back from if you decide okay now i have to be strong although i'm not i don't mean to indicate that i've seen any indication that that's his attitude uh so it'll be interesting to see what this I, I don't see how he could even be a plausible candidate for governor at this. Point. I know. I'm glad uh, you mentioned and, that because that's still floating out there. And what I was going to ask you is I was talking. About, I think he's entered Chafee territory and someone said he's he's below Chafee territory. Justin, you and I are on social media quite a bit. It's part of our occupation, but I don't see anyone defend him. I don't recall. Do you remember when was the last time someone was this unpopular? If you did a statewide poll. I'm telling you, I think he's in the single digits at this point. And if there are people that support him in Providence, it's Senator Tierra Mack and, and some other activists. But I, can you recall when was the last time there was someone that was this this unpopular? Yeah, I I don't know. I, in fact, I I almost wonder. It's 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 even it's even bigger than unpopular. I I think a lot of Rhode Islanders just wouldn't have any idea who he was. Uh, so I, I, I suspect in that poll, I think that's yeah, changed. I think I think it's changed for the worse. But I think you'd have a, yeah. a large number saying I don't know, and then a very but a very 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 small number saying I support the mayor. Whereas I think in the past, I mean, people don't pay as much attention as we do, and. and which is probably too much attention and they probably don't pay enough attention for what they should. But I, th I think in the past, you'd often get a lot of people who didn't know would give the benefit of the doubt to the person they didn't know. I think what he's starting to do is to let people know, yeah, that this is a, a bad time. Let's, let's move on from this. So I, I think at a state level, he's, he's got no, no case to be made. There's, and there's nobody, as you say, I mean, Tierra Mac coming out and saying, Elected officials should take vacations. I mean, that's the only oh, defense of the laws I've seen. And if, if it's your, it's, if it's one of the most radical people in state government right now coming to your defense for taking yeah. a vacation while your city burns down, you're, you, something's not right there. And I, I think even people who don't pay much attention will pick up on that. Years ago, Brown University with Darrell West, they used to poll, uh, CNC was the mayor at the time, but they used to poll both Providence residents of the popularity and then statewide. And consistently, his statewide popularity was actually higher than his Providence popularity, where he was having problems. Before we take a break, Justin Getz, how do you think 
Governor McKee is coming out and navigating the waters right now with uh, with Mayor Alorza. Well, I think that's one area of his where he's having the greatest strength. I mean, as as, yeah. as I know you picked up on on social media, he was out in Providence and yep. uh, being seen and saying, "This is safe. We want to protect you." He he feels like he's, as I said earlier, engaged twenty four seven. Feels like the Rhode Island governor who actually cares about you know, what's going on in the state. So I, I think he's, in some ways, Alorza is is acting as a very good foil for McKee. Yeah. And to yeah. the extent he can, to the extent McKee essentially against Elorza, that'll help him with Magaziner and Corbea as well, because they're, they're kind of out of the picture. I mean, they, they can glom in on some, some Green New Deal type legislation and go to the press, press conference in Newport or whatever. But when it comes to being out and about in the city during a time of violence, I mean, you can't really, you can't really compete with the governor as the treasurer or the secretary of state. So I think for McKee, he he'll, he should want to, as long as Alorza wants to keep this, you know, ping pong match going, he should be, he should be up for it. Folks, another quick break, a lot more politics this week. Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com right here on the John DePietro show. Summer's here. You want to stay nice and healthy for you and your family. Pop in and see Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. It's my health. Right in that old white church, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant, it's my health, where you're going to find vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like Isae, honey, maple syrup, Octave Skin Brushes, also over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. It's My Health, where you'll find hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use, natural skin care products, hair care care products, essential oils, body oils, and soaps. It's My Health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, or call her 401 305-3585. 305-3585. Shop local and stay healthy with It's My Health, right across the street from Davenport Restaurant. I can breathe clearly now, my mask is gone. Nothing but a big smile for all to see. Gone is the Fauci mask I had to wear My lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air My lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air my lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air. My lungs will be full, 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 full of beautiful air. Summer, continue to enjoy your best lawn ever with Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Contact them today for a free quote, 401 401- 392-1025 or online lawndoctor.com a lot more summer ahead plus the fall lawn doctor of rhode island your best lawn ever guaranteed call for a free quote today 401-392-1025 find out also about keeping your family safe from ticks and mosquitoes lawn doctor of rhode island check out their website it's lawndoctor.com or call today for a free quote 401 392 1025. 